Hi everyone, this is Kavita, Certified Empowerment Coach and Hypnotherapist, and you are listening to the Enlightened Heart Podcast, where we explore topics that empower HSPs and empaths to go from surviving to thriving in the world. I use my years of coaching, my personal experience, and my training to provide deep insights and implementable strategies to help you thrive. All right, in this interview, we are speaking with Dr. Andrea Blake, who is the holistic health coach on an unrelenting mission to heal, empower, and restore lives through the healing art of what she has coined as the Her Method. Dr. Andrea empowers her community as a tireless advocate, speaker, and thought-leading healer, sharing evidence-based truths with community and international audiences. She roots for everyone on their journey of natural health increase, standing firm on her driving principle that God has equipped everyone with life force energy. She charges forward to deliver her message that we are born with everything necessary naturally to obtain and maintain health for living and functioning at our highest expression. It is the healing of not just bodies, but more critically mindsets, which Dr. Andrea strives for on her journey of servicing mankind. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Kavita. It's a pleasure to uh, be on your podcast. Yeah, so excited to have you. Your bio is so interesting. So tell tell me a little bit more about your journey and your story, starting with, are you an HSP, highly sensitive person or empath? Do you consider yourself one? I do. I do. And I've just been um, kind of on that journey more, you know, consciously in the last two, three years. Um, but always, you know, I think as HSPs, highly sensitive people, we kind of always notice it, but I never really had a label for it. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes you feel on the outside or you feel different or, you know, maybe you're too much. And then it wasn't until a few years ago, I started coming across the term highly sensitive people. Um, I even had a mentor um, that was guiding me through some of those processes. So yes, definitely. Oh, wow. Okay. So what started you to think that, oh, maybe I'm highly sensitive. Maybe there's something different here. What was the trigger or turning point for you? I think the fact that things tend to get to me more than it seems like the average person around me. And they're like, well, what's the big deal? You know, or just being in certain atmospheres and feeling like I feel someone else's energy or pain, like, you know, in a deep way, everyone can have, you know, sympathy for someone or empathy, but it's one thing to actually feel it. And you're not really connected to the person personally, but feel it. And, you know, even to a place to come to tears. So that's, you know, kind of like, wait, you know, no one else is doing this. Yes. So you saw the reaction that others had and yours didn't really match what you were seeing around you. Right, right. Yes, yes. I I know that resonates for a lot of um, the listeners because we've often felt that way, right? That I seem to be different and I'm not reacting the same as others. So Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So you've been on this, uh, you know, on your healing journey for a while and mm-hmm. then realizing about your sensitivity and empathic abilities the last two to three years and you work with a mentor, which is always great, especially yeah. now. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, she helped me um, tremendously. And that, that was a few years ago when I first started coming into it. And um, one thing that she really helped me to realize is that my my sensitivity or uh, being an empath was not a weakness, that I was not wrong, that I was not, you know, an outsider or feeling like it was just that I needed to realize it, one. And then also I needed to use it in a more positive way for my life, that I could use it as a power if I understood it. And so that's when things really began to shift for me. Yes. When you realize that this was actually a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You could use that. So tell, tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah. You know, so I am from South Carolina and uh, I'm now in the Chicago area. And I just, you know, went through some things and had some issues in childhood that went unresolved, but I went on through life and, you know, through adulthood and went to school and carrying on. But things came to a head, you know, where just your body and your nervous system and your mind can only handle so much, especially as a highly sensitive person, you know. And so I had a lot of issues and breakdown at a certain point in my life, probably um, around 20 years ago. And that's when I realized something has to change because it really was going to impact my life in a very negative way. I would not be able to function and live or be happy. And so I just, you know, I started out with therapy and then I started out with different workshops and self-development and self-healing and just kept going and going and realizing that there is something to actually paying attention to yourself and doing that deeper work. Yeah. So paying attention to yourself and you start with seeking help outside yourself, right? With the therapy and the workshop. So tell me what was one of the things or even more than one of the things that you were experiencing that said, oh, I can't keep doing this. So one of the things, deep depression. So that went on for years and going into, like when I said about 20 years ago, I had, you know, what was then called a nervous breakdown. But uh, And when I look back on it, um, I call it a nervous breakthrough because it was my emotions and, you know, just my inner child and myself just trying to say, hey, listen to me. I need help. I need healing. I need attention. And that's what made me sit down and really focus. And I decided I didn't really know how, but just decided that I have to make some changes in my life. And I just started the process. And along the way, I dealt with you know, depression. And anybody who's experienced that knows that it's not just a term. It's something that can really weigh you down over time. And with depression, so I call myself a functional depression, a depressive person, because I would still go Mm -hmm. to work, you know, still in my professional life, working as a chiropractor, seeing patients and really helping other people. Um, But then I'd go home and I'm done, you know, and throughout the weekend and whatever, I just sleep and eat, you know, emotional eating. And so with that also uh, being affecting my relationships, you know, so things from unhealed things in childhood go into adulthood 
and you kind of get the same type of dynamics in relationships. So a lot of toxic relationships. So with that depression, you know, toxic relationships and just feeling overall unfulfilled in life, those were huge signs to me that something was not going in the right direction. Yes. Yes. So, so many things. Thanks for sharing that. I love that, you know, that functioning piece, because I think when sometimes when people think about depression, they think about, you know, what you see on TV Mm -hmm. and how it's depicted where you can't get out of bed Mm -hmm. and you're not, you know, whatever. It's like this, this sense that it has to be to that extreme, which that is also depression, mm-hmm. right? It yeah. just is, it's showing up differently. And so you can be completely functioning. You can show up to work. You can have a smile on your yes. face. <laughs> yes. Good morning. And behind, <laughs> yes. Good morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can think that everything's okay, but inside, yeah. inside things were not mm-hmm. right. And so it's so important to share that. And so the more that we can tell people that, so thank you for sharing that piece. And so you were working and you, you mentioned, cause you know, you're a doctor that mm-hmm. you're a chiropractor. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you were working as a chiropractor and you decided to make some changes. And so then what happened next? Well, uh, you know, I kept going through the process and I ended up, you know, at the beginning of all the problems I had, I moved to from South Carolina to the Chicago area in 2009. And um, started working with the company and and going through. And so there were a lot of self-development things that were mandatory, even though in the beginning I was unwilling (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. because I just didn't understand why I would need that. You know, I couldn't see past it. But that was like what really got me more into self-development and self-healing and really seeing that in order for me to really get uh, where I wanted to be, I needed to do the inner work. And so from there, you know, I just kept going and I would do workshops and consultations with patients um, and a lot of women patients who would ask things kind of outside of the scope of chiropractic because people are holistic. And um, so I would just begin to use some of the things and processes that I learned to help them. And I realized that more and more people are, are wanting this. So I just kept on my journey because for one, I could see the evidence and feel the evidence in my own life. And so now I feel like I'm in a really good place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the holistic, we're not, we're not separated, right? No. So how medicine, right? there's this person for this part of your body, or even as a chiropractor, you treat everything. Mm-hmm. And then they would come to you and say, well, you know, I'm feeling this though, mm-hmm. right? I'm right. feeling depressed. I'm mm-hmm. feeling... And so realizing that connection. And so how are you working now with people? Uh, much better. I mean, you know, you can get results, especially if you're, if you're professional enough and if you care enough about people, you know, even from a place of depression, depression there was people that were helped. Now it's different um, because I, I feel like it's more expansive. I feel like I can reach more people. I feel like there's more of a resonance. There's less hesitancy because when you have unhealed stuff, people can sense that and feel that. So even though you're here, you're you're doing your work, they will come to you and they can still get help, but it's not in full. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like now it's from a, um, a higher place of just unconditional love and the fullness of it so that we can go even deeper into processes. So... 
it sounds like you, how you work with people evolves. You're working. Do you still have your chiropractic practice? Right now, so as of September of last year, 2020, I decided to take a hiatus and, and do a sabbatical. And I'm on my 21st year as a chiropractor. Wow. Right. Amazing. So I'm kind of at mm-hmm. a crossroads as to which way I want to um, head with it. So I'm deciding whether or not to um, open up, you know, part time on my own. And I'm also doing the coaching. So I'm just kind of seeing where it fits in my life and where I want to go with it. Yeah. So you're in a transition, which is amazing, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. (laughs) And so you're coaching. So that's where I I wanted to ask you, you meant, I mentioned, and I saw in the, when I was reading the bio about your HER method, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so you're working with people that way. Can you share a little bit about how you work with people now? Yeah. So um, the HER method is something that I coined and it stands for heal, empower, and restore. Mm -hmm. And what I do is I help women create a blueprint, a personal blueprint in order to heal, empower, and restore their lives through radical self-care. And I turn, I put radical because I think it's so key for women um, and anybody, but especially if you're highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. I believe as an HSP, we have to take our self-care very seriously, you know, making it a priority. And that's why I put the word radical in front of it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thank you. I mean, it sounds really exciting and amazing. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> it's fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. So what, you know, you said you've been a chiropractor for going on 21 years now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, and you've taken a hiatus starting last year with a lot of people, September. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are in transitions right now. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it gives them permission to hear someone as successful as you that you're like, okay, I'm going to take a hiatus. I'm going to take a break. I want to see what I really want to do now. Right. What's my next work in the world? Yeah. That doesn't discount what you did before. It still right. is like, okay, I'm next. So mm-hmm. what made you make that, that choice in September of last year? What drove that choice? Yeah. Well, you know, it was, the more that I did my own work and working on myself and doing what I call my own personal blueprint, even though I didn't call it that then, but coming up with what is going to work for me to get me centered and to get my life whole. But it was um, long coming before September because anybody that works as a health professional or any profession, but when you give so much and I felt like I've been out of balance for so long, I just started to feel burned out. And I realized that I was doing things that I, you know, have done for years, but also things that started from the place where I wasn't so well and mm-hmm. where I was depressed. Um, even though it served me a lot, you know, and I had an income and I was helping people. It's just that when, you know, your life changes and I like to call it, you go to another level, it kind of shifts everything. And I just began to see that I couldn't serve the way that I, from my soul, Mm -hmm. staying where I was and doing what I was doing. And then also I was tired, like mentally and also physically, you know, you use your body a lot. And so I just um, began to plan. I probably about three years before that happened, but you Mm -hmm. know, you have to make yourself ready for that, you know, financially and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I just began, I decided, oh, it's just time. So I just began to go through the planning process of it. Yes. 
Great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So your body was talking to you again. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and you knew you had some inner knowing that, yes, yeah, time to transition. Mm-hmm. I need to take a break from this, take a hiatus mm-hmm. and figure out my next steps. Yes. And so you're doing that. Yes. Yes. And it feels great. And it feels great. Yes. And here you are talking and teaching and, you know, supporting others. So, Mm -hmm. you know, continuing to do work in the world in a different way. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you have to someone, to another HSP or empath, if you could tell them one thing that you wish you knew before? Mm. What's something that you would say? Yes. The first thing that really jumps out to me is acknowledging your emotions. And one thing I teach uh, with my coaching programs, that all of your emotions are sacred. Um, A lot of us learn that some emotions are bad and some are good. And I know I've learned, you know, to stuff emotions and not express or either if you got punished for feeling a certain way, you just learn that and then you go through life. But the first key um, as a highly sensitive person to being able to feel, you know, like you can really operate in this world is acknowledging all of your emotions as sacred, even the ones that they may feel bad, they're not bad. If it's anger, you know, if it's resentfulness, um, whatever it is, allow it to come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so get the, someone that can help you, guide you through the process. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Instead of stuffing the emotions away, I don't yes. want to deal with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you say that contributed to your depression, not dealing with the emotions? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because in our minds, we think that we're not dealing with it, but our bodies, our mm-hmm. nervous system, you know, can get overload, overloaded. And um, I like to call it even inflamed because mm-hmm. there's just so much that you haven't released. And I, and I always like to say um, to my patients, your cells are listening to you. Your body is listening. And those emotions, you're not expressing them outwardly, but they have an energy that they're expressing to your cells. If you don't release it, it has to manifest, whether it's um, you know a liver problem, whether it's a cancer or kidney disease or a nervous breakdown. One way or the other, these emotions are going to express themselves. So it's up to us as HSPs to learn how to express them and release them in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're helping people do that. So amazing. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so if you, you know, on the same note as giving some piece of advice or wisdom, what is a resource that you'd like to share? Oh, absolutely. So I'd like to share uh, my free ebook. And it's called Five Overlooked Ways to Naturally Heal and Restore Your Life. So have some holistic principles and um, things in there to resources and information for anyone that's just on their holistic journey. Okay, great. So I'll Mm -hmm. have that link available in the show notes. Okay, for the listeners. And then if, you know, that's one thing that they can receive one resource. What is what is the best way for them to to get in touch with you? Absolutely. So social media would probably be one of the easiest ways. So I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and that would be Dr. Andrea Blake for Instagram and Facebook. And uh, just email, email Dr. Andrea at drandreablake.com. 
Okay, great. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing your a part of your journey here and for shining your light in the world. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. Thank you for joining us for the Enlightened Heart Podcast. Remember, I will have all the resources that I mentioned available at theenlightenedheart.pro. I'm your host, Kavita. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to follow us. Take good care. Until next time. Bye.